Good afternoon, Jamie. Hello, Keith Tronix. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. It's been a really long time since we, uh, yeah, we missed a, I think we missed a week. We, we were like, Oh, let's do it the week next week. And then we just never did it. Yeah. 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 I was uh traveling dude. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. I was at a few conferences. Nice. So. I'm expecting to hear how those went. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just, dude, I'll just dive into yeah, it. Yeah. Go for it. It's just crazy. It's just crazy over here. Um, yeah, so I did two talks, uh, one at beer city code, which is in grand rapids, Michigan. I spoke at that one with you the one year you, I think that's the last time you spoke. No, it's the first and last time I basically actually got accepted to like a proper conference. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it hasn't changed much. It's still the same. Still at uh Kelvin college. Yeah. Um, and that's a one day guy and he spoke about, um, I did a new talk called building your chatbots like rails apps, mm-hmm. which is basically, um, my experience of building, um, what I'm building with Juve kind of in, in Ruby. And then basically at the end, I say, don't use Ruby to build chatbots. Um, so nice. <laughs> so uh, yeah. And then, uh, the other talk I did was in Kansas city, KCDC. Kansas gotcha. City Developer Conference, and that's like a multi-day. Um, it's at the Kansas City Convention Center. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty nice. uh, pretty awesome conference. It's like a couple thousand people almost. Wow, that's big. Yeah, I think this For one year, that I've never heard of before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas City actually is a pretty cool city. I mean, it's surrounded by nothing, but yeah. Um, Besides that, it's a pretty, it's like a hit. It absorbed game. all the cool in the area. It the, did. The one area and there's, spot. Listen, I drove there because I was going to fly. KCDC didn't provide uh, travel there. Um, so I had to either fly, um, but flights were like $1,000. I was like, I'm not spending $1,000 to go to Kansas City. You're not, yeah, I would maybe not spend $1,000 to do like a six hour drive. So, so instead I rented a car for 800 and spent two days driving. I showed them airlines. I forgot about the fact that you don't just have a car that you can hop in and just pay for the gas. Right. Right. Well, also I wanted to bring my bike. So I had to get a pickup truck. Dude, pickup trucks are stupid. Who has these things anyway? Well, I looked I, at, uh, so I was looking at rental car prices the other day and it depends like flying into Naples airport or Punta Gorda or something like that in Florida in March mm-hmm. and trying to, and it was like, I can get a discount or whatever through Hertz through Shopify or whatever. But if they don't have the car there, then it's just a flat out $3,000 for a week for them to like move whatever kind of car you want to the Hertz location so that you can come get it. And like, geez. you just, so it goes from being like the prices were hilarious. They were like, Oh, you're gonna pay like $300 for the six days. And you're like, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's a great discount. Mm-hmm. So it was 900 or other others. And then it would get the different one where it would be like, this is going to be $2,999 for this, uh, compact, uh, SUV or something like that. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> ridiculous i'm like oh okay i guess that does make sense if they don't have them on hand but you want one real bad you'll pay for oh, it but... oh man i've never heard of that but or you could look at turo have you ever used turo i don't know what that is no. it's uh like airbnb for cars so mm. i rented a uh so actually speaking of hidden prices uh, i went to arizona 
2018 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then me and my wife were going to leave the kids with her brother lives out there. So we we're going to leave the kids with the brother and then drive to San Diego, which we did. But I was like, you know what? It's a pretty cool drive. Like you go through the mountains and you know, you're in the desert and on the mountains. I was like, you know what? I want to, I want a convertible. So I rented a Porsche 911. Oh my God. Turo. <laughs> and, uh, dude, it was like, it was 600 bucks. Right. I was like, oh, 600 bucks. That's not bad to take a Porsche. But I like didn't read the fine print. So, so what was the fine print? Like you're not allowed well, to put more than a hundred miles on my vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So anything like over like 200 miles was like ridiculous. And then like it, it required you to fill it up with like the, the, the premium the fancy gas, yeah. the fancy gas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, and you had to like take a picture of every, every time you filled it up and you had to make sure like you had like, you know, it showed the, the fancy gas symbol. And uh, anyway, yada, yada, yada. It ended up being like 1600 bucks, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, you could use that. There you go. Yeah. Ter- you're really selling me on it. Yeah. It was fu- some, some like kid, like med school kid came down. I mean, he was like in his twenties and his, he had, it was like six in the morning. He came down to, from his uh, skyrise apartment to let me uh, use his Porsche. Nice. I was like the time I took an Uber in St. Pete and then it was like a med school student driving like a $200,000 Mercedes. (laughs) (laughs) You got an Uber black without asking for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So those two talks. Oh, and then in Kansas city, I did a uh, talk on um, uh, basically Juve, basically why Elixir is the best language for chatbots. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was, those are like two brand new talks, um, that actually were kind of similar. So I, I kind of just used the same talk, but removed the, the elixir bits with the Ruby bits, things like that. Oh, so, gotcha. yeah, it was a lot of work, man. And it was like, dude, it was like 12 people in my talk <laughs> at beer city and like 25 at KCDC. And so like, I'm like doing the math in my head. I'm like, dude, I was this spent like four yeah. grand to tell people about Juve. But anyway, who knows? Who knows if that's going to be worth it? But it was yeah. a lot. It was a lot of work, but I had fun. You know, I had fun Is there, were either of these talks precursors to your Elixir Conf talk? Like, are um, they going to be part of the same thing or is that going to be yeah. a totally different talk? Yeah. So part of the problem, part of the thing I wanted to also do was kind of practice some things I want to do. For the Elixir, Elixir Conf talk. Mm-hmm. Basically, my Elixir Conf talk is going to be like an episode of Last Week Tonight. Um, I do, John Oliver is like my new, like, I just want to have talks like him because he talks about like stupid subjects every week, like energy and oil, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about like chatbots and, and then it's so, but it's so freaking entertaining. So I'm like, I like think of like this, I call it B roll that I'm thinking like every day, you know, cause I don't know if you ever watch it, but he like, he'll say some word and then he'll go off on a tangent about that word. Uh-huh. Like he'll be like, Oh, they had this kitten. And then, you know, he'll go down a tangent about, you know, Siberian kittens or something. But, um, so that's kind of what I've been thinking about. Like, uh, you know, nice. kind of that B roll stuff. Cause my talks, I'm switching them up, man. They're, they're too, uh, they're too informative. I need them to be less informative and more, more entertaining. entertaining. Yeah. 
yeah. The entertaining so. bend is uh, it's an important one to get people's attention, you know. Yeah. And people show yeah. up to entertaining talks too. Like if if somebody's known to give an entertaining talk, you're like, I'm gonna go to this talk because it's gonna be a good time. I might learn yeah. something, but it's gonna be funny. Exactly. Like, I will. Exactly. I will go to every tender love talk. And every time Tender Love ever yeah, speaks, exactly. not because he's going to tell me things I need to know. Because honestly, he's he's so much it's, smarter it's than me. Over, most yeah, of the time, yeah, I don't head, get it yeah. anyway. But yeah, it's like, oh, look what delivers, I did with the Ruby compiler. Oh, I just, uh, I'm like, okay, dude. He but, delivers sure. like programmer comedy better than any other person I've ever met. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, every time you're just like, yeah. I'm going. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's also like, I want to be, you ever come from a conference and be like, and you remember that one talk, you know, because it was probably entertaining. Mm-hmm that's that's kind of my goal you know like i want to be like oh you know i don't care about chatbots but i do remember that uh that juve yeah exactly stick in somebody's mind i mean that's the whole uh i mean it's an advertising thing right like you remember specific brands because they had like a funny commercial like mm-hmm. I can't for, I mean, besides the fact that Doritos are delicious, I'm never going to forget mm. about del- Doritos because so like, hungry. did you ever watch the Doritos beer commercial? Like where they no. had beer, uh, flavored Doritos that got this dude drunk and he's like, he's given the sales pitch for it. And then like it pans to a little further into the thing and his clothes are off. He's like, you don't know me. And, yeah, <laughs> no, but I'm going to find it. And it's yeah. going to be in the, uh, it's going to be in the show notes. So. And so they're like, yeah, we, uh, we vet these flavors so you don't have to kind of situation. It was, yeah. a, it was a funny commercial. But. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much all I've been working on is mostly talks. Um, and then I've been working on my Elixir comp talk. I finally got um, accepted to Elix- Elixir comp, which is in a week from Wednesday. I give my talk. Um, it's in uh, Denver, Colorado. Nice. At, uh, have you ever been to a, like a Gaylord hotel? There's like five of them or six of them. There's one in, um, I've been to the one in, uh, Nashville. It's freaking there. The hotels are night. They're like, they're basically like destinations themselves. Like they have restaurants uh-huh, in there. Okay. And like, That's cool. But, and so the, it looks like comps at the Gaylord Rockies and it has like a, like a lazy river in there, like through the whole thing. It looks pretty sweet. Nice. And like, that sounds sweet. Yeah, the the conference was like, or the night, the hotel is like f- four or five hundred bucks a night, and for Elixir Conf, which they also don't pay for your travel, which I don't know, man, that's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, it gets a little rough. I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Elixir Conf, you know, it's not like it's you know, uh huh. It's the big conference for a language that yeah. has. Well, and that's when yeah. you're like, all right, WhatsApp. What the yeah, heck? I know you guys exactly. don't use Elixir, but you use Erlang. Exactly. I'm sure you're a sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Somebody Pepsi? buck up. Were for, you at Pepsi? Buck up for these uh, these speakers, man. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but they have like $140 rooms a night, so it's it's pretty cool. Nice. But I had to pay my whole way own way. That sucks. But um. But part of that talk, I'm building a new, <laughs> I'm building a new bot. Nice. I got a new domain, dude. Oh. oh, how much is this one going to sell for this? Oh, this one's not, this one's not for sale. Not for sale. Okay. No. Got it. But I bought, I was in the shower and I was like, man, I got to have like a demo. What, what can I do for my demo for this talk? You know, I want to do like a simple bot. So I'm building Lobotsky. Lobotsky. Does, <laughs> I got, does I got it tell Lobotsky. you about the rug and how it brings the room together? It's, uh, you can ask it, uh, you give it a location. It's going to be able to give you um, bowling alleys, uh, weed shops, 
and bar and like cocktail bars. Nice. So yeah, it's going to be Lobotsky. Lobotsky. I got, and then I made a, I was going to have like a, some buddies of mine make like a quick, quick logo, you know, mm-hmm. like, you don't want to spend that much money. So I had, um, um, I had Dolly create me a logo. You should see some of these Lego logos, dude. It's, it's funny. <laughs> like, uh, I put in the, um, you know, I've always wanted Aaron Draplin to make me a logo. Mm-hmm. So I put like, um, the big Lebowski, but as a robot for a mobile app logo in the style of Aaron Draplin. And I got some pretty cool <laughs> results. <dude. laughs> That sounds amazing. I love yeah. that you can put in this huge sentence and it's like, all right, I can work with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can like take one of those, like it'll give you four of them back, four images back. And then you take one of those images and you can say like, give me variations on this image. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. So yeah, I'll have a Dolly uh, produced logo for it too. So yeah. Nice. That's what I've been, so I haven't really worked on Tatsu. I haven't really had time. Um, I have been working on Juve. I've been adding just like type specs, you know, kind of cleaning it up, Mm -hmm. um, adding documentation and type specs and shit. And then I actually should probably create a package at some point. So I'll probably do that over the next week. So I'll be working on Lobotsky, uh, Juve a bit and my talk. So next time, uh, should be able to tell you what's up, how the talk went. Cool. Cool. So, so I, with you, my friend? I sort of uh, mentioned this a little bit in our chat a few weeks ago or whatever, but I think Shopify has officially killed off Coder Journey as a thing. That that was like, yeah, when you said that, I was surprised because I thought it was like, you know, I thought the studio green, greenlit the, the project. They did. They've just disincentivized me from working on it is really what it comes down to. Um <laughs> So, I got that, it. like not intentionally, you know, it wasn't one of those things where I, you, you're really going to spend your time on that. But it's that I realize that like this weird, like pseudo money talk in a way, right? Like I get paid enough at my job job that I don't need to try to build a business on the side. And that like takes away one of the motivational factors for doing a thing on the side, right? Is the yeah. idea that I could turn this into a business. Yeah. So there's that as a thing. And then I have the opportunity. Sorry if you could hear a screaming child right there. Um, well, she doesn't I, like the fact that Coder Junior is killed either. Yeah. Uh, but then internal to my job now, too, I I recently have taken over our technically it's called a special. It's a special interest group. But I am the leader of the Ruby uh, SIG or the SIG Ruby internally. So I, I basically am now the leader of the Ruby uh, user group for internal to Shopify. And that's mm. led to like, that takes up some of my time for, for things too. And which I do during my work hours, but it, it's led to like other things too. So like, I'm going to be leading a panel at our internal developer conference. And I've got like other things that, that I'm doing here too. So it's like, there's a certain amount of mental bandwidth going to like too many different sorts of things now, just, just within my day job that I'm like, I think I'm okay. Just being like, you know what, Keith, you're ought to just not do anything tech related when you're not working because yeah so i've been spending more time like woodworking actually making some progress on my workbench that's been like a nine month project after i smoked my toe on an ottoman and uh uh, 
Wait, you smoked your toe on ottoman, so then you built a workbench? No, I was no. so I was in the process of building a workbench, and I was just like cranking this thing out. And then I was keeping a balloon off the ground, and I punted an ottoman and broke my big toe and my oh, foot. Fuck! Oh <laughs> no! No! <laughs> yeah. Like, so I don't like. I don't like. Don't don't discuss the fingernail. I don't like fingernails or teeth when t- people talk about that. Oh, no. no, it, it's literally, it never, like my toenail didn't come no! off. I will literally, I'll hang up. I'm, I'm good though. So, but okay. anywho, that delayed okay, my, I couldn't balance very well. <laughs> and since I'm building this thing all with hand tools, like not even using power tools, I. Dude, you're like that one guy. My dad I'm like Paul Sellers, that. right? Like, or what's Is a, that the guy that was like next to Norm Abrams? Like they, they'd show the Norm Abrams show. And then they'd show this guy and he'd only use like, you know, hand, probably maybe, I don't know. Paul Sellers still makes stuff. So I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so doing it that way, which means like I'm I'm hand sawing through a thing and I can't like literally, which building a workbench without a workbench sucks anyway. Cause I have to, I'm just like clamping wood to random crap in my garage to hope it's steady enough for me to like try to cut through it or chisel through it or whatever. But Anywho, so I've been spending more time doing that stuff. I'm getting really Dude, close I to wanna, having this workbench finished. I want to build a workbench. That's funny because I was going to build like a like a workbench for my bikes. Oh, bikes. nice. Probably need different stuff, I would assume, mm-hmm. on your workbench for your bike. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this one was like, I'm practicing furniture joinery and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was a good time. But anywho, so I'm spending more time doing that. And then just general like leisure entertainment kind of things that I was previously making myself feel guilty about doing. Like if I was like going to play a game some evening or whatever. But now I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, I'm done. I'm done feeling guilty about this. I've got enough cool stuff that I can think about during work. I am um, probably going to revisit Juniper's lab, but all, just as like a fun project and to mm-hmm. get my niece involved with something. She's a senior in high school. She wants to do some programming stuff. Like she wants to go to school for computer science. And I'm like, do you want a real project to work on? It's kind of a big project. Like I don't expect you to ship anything on this in a timely fashion, but like if you want a real code base to look at, which is like put you way ahead of most, yeah, um, most young people, um, then you can come take a look at this and be learning a sweet bespoke, you know, programming language, a little, what, what would you call this? Elixir is like one of those weird languages, though, because you like take it to a company. You're like, I do stuff in Elixir. And they can either be like, wow, look at that. You're doing yeah. stuff with, like on the on the Beam VM. Or they yeah, can be like, just, uh, Elix, what? Elix what? Yeah. Be like, what is that? I'm like, it's performance, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. cool, man. My my daughter, uh, she's a sophomore. She's uh, next semester. She's taking a, some computer programming classes. So. I did. We did a little bit like when she was a kid, but she kind of got into it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but not really. So, but yeah, it's that's exciting, man. That's a good I mean, Elixir. What was your first uh, what's your first project you worked on? Oh, this Elixir project, Uh, you know, gen servers and stuff. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a big uh, first first project. Oh yeah. I told her, I was like, there's just going to be a lot of learning. I'm going to send you a bunch of references to like things to look at, or this is a good thing. Here's a concept to go be like, dig into so you can handle this tiny task maybe. Yeah. Um, but that gives me a reason to like crack that thing up back open. Cause I was like, I was so cool, like far into it that I'm like, it would be cool to actually launch this thing for once. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's there as a thing. She's, I had her installing Git and like getting everything set up for that. Like get her. Um, so she got busy with, are you, uh, with school are you like working that. with her like 
like over zoom or something? Or are you just like sending her stuff to, I'm to just sending her stuff to kind of go work on a little bit and kind of where she hasn't like gotten into the actual like elixir of the thing yet. She's yeah. been like kind of researching the language and fiddling with it a little on her own. I'm pretty sure. But yeah. Mike, it'll be cool. Like if I can get the ball rolling to where I get her like working on an actual task, like then I think that'll put her in a good spot to be like, Oh, this is how we can break up work to do X, Y, Z thing. And, and work yeah, on yeah. that. So yeah, That's cool. I'd love to pair with her too. I've never paired with somebody that early into their like programming mm-hmm. and on like an actual piece of something. Right. Like that it's always been fun. fiddly yeah. stuff that try to get them to do. But after working with a cod guru and realizing like, Oh, people actually learn by just having projects to work on. And I mean, that's how I learned too. When I was yeah. in college, like I went to work at action. They, the dude who was supposed to mentor me quit and they gave me his book of business. And so I had to like go work on like my first project that I ever worked on outside of like school project for my first semester was like, I had to go build like a, um, like a Google maps integrated, like location store finder sort of thing. <laughs> and I, I was like, I don't know JavaScript. I don't know HTML. I don't know Python. I don't know CSS. Like I had to learn all of those things just to build this feature. And, um, took me a couple months but got it done that's so cool. that was cool yeah so this uh internal uh shopify uh conference when is that um in like three or four weeks something like that oh wow and then and uh, you guys does everybody go somewhere nope. or is <laughs> well so th- i think they were thinking about having an internal thing for that but like now that ended up being like it'll be a virtual thing which is cool because it'll allows us to put things together a little bit more ad hoc, but yeah. Are you yeah. going to be like running through the building? Like, um, Federini on Apple, like running on the, the roof of Shopify. <laughs> no, not Craig Federini. No, I'm going to no. be sitting right here. I didn't know yeah. how big your, uh, your, uh, yeah, production budget was for this. Oh so. no, no. I, I, I mean, I get enough compliments on my like webcam or whatever. So we're, we're for good. sure, it's all, it's all the production I need. And this is my crappy webcam. This isn't even good. For sure, for sure. Um, so, but I'm excited. Ooh. I'm leading a panel that is uh, what you wish you knew about Ruby. So we have uh, who's I on mean, that a huge, panel? huge developer staff, right? And more than fifty percent of them come in without Ruby experience. So I'm mm-hmm. um, getting a panel of various level uh, people who do like primarily Ruby stuff nowadays to kind of be like, all right, what's your like, what's the big aha thing that you could share with people or big tips that you share when you pair with people more often and stuff like that. Cause I'm always amazed by things that come up that people are like, what, wait, what, what, what was that that you just did when you're pairing? And I'm like, oh, I just didn't even think about that. That's like yeah, second nature. That's actually a cool panel because like, you know, most people don't like share that outside, you know, you're working day in and day out mm-hmm. you don't like share that stuff. And like that little bit of knowledge is probably so helpful to people. Yeah. I was trying to think of like what I would say to that. Hmm. Biggest aha moment. Not necessarily an aha moment, but is there like a, a tip or a trick or a language feature that you use that you notice that people don't use a lot, stuff like that? Like for me, like one of the I big ones that instance, came up when I, I think instance eval is actually a pretty cool feature, but that's the one that comes to mind. Instance eval. Gotcha. I think anyway, when like I'm, I'm leading the panel, so I don't even know if I'm going to give information or like, if I'm just going to host it, you know, that kind of yeah. thing, uh-huh. um, which is funny. The list of like people hosting, doing, doing whatever is in the thing. I'm literally the only senior person in here. The rest of them are like 
two levels above me or higher. So it's like the, the office of the CTO, director, vice president, nice. like are leading panels on different things or like principal developer over here, senior staff guy that way. Like I'm like, oh, cool. I'm one of these names doesn't match the others. <laughs> so, but that's, that's fun anyway. So I, uh, that's cool. There's a senior staff developer that um, I worked with a couple projects ago that I really like that uh, was gracious enough to say yes when I asked him if he wanted to be on a panel. And he's like been doing Ruby forever and uh, contributes to open source. And he's, he's a cool guy. So cool. Also very gracious when I and one time was talking to him on a, a call and I was like, are you driving right now? And he's like, Keith, where do you think I'd live? And I was like, I mean, you're on the wrong side of the, he's, he's like, I'm like, I know you live in Poland. And he's like, yeah, the whole steering wheel on the right side of the car business is a UK thing. Like I'm like, Oh, <laughs> cool. I'm just that dumb American. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that was kind of funny. He's a pole, huh? He's a pole. I worked with the poles. Poles are awesome. Yeah. Oh, he's so nice, but. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun. I think a lot of like when I was just asking other people who are I'm not necessarily going to sit the panel, like, do you have any, what, what are things that you would tell people? Like, cause I need to figure out a panel of people who are going to talk obviously. And then I have to be, make sure we're not all thinking the same thing. So I need to have like a backlist of like, these are potential things we could bring up that even if it's not necessarily like your aha moment or whatever, like if it's something you think is useful, you can bring it up. A lot of it comes down to like debugging stuff like uh, like pry and how to use pry effectively is like one that comes up a lot. Like I think I use show source and pry an amazing amount when I just want to see. Like, I don't know show source. See? Show source is, is like an actual pro, uh, pry thing. You can do show dash source and then pass it the class or whatever. And it'll literally just print this class's source file in there, even if it's like a dependency. So you can look into a gem in the middle of a pry session oh dude and look at this see so, <laughs> i didn't know this this is great i love this can i be invited to this yeah uh, so like it's thing? super handy i use it all the time and I'm yeah actually... i always i always like cd gem you know dot gem mm -hmm. slash you know ruby too yeah 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 so yeah the pry comes up as a thing um i think honestly i would almost put just just use the damn REPL as my uh as one of my things that is an underused feature of yeah. the language yeah, like, that's true. I do that especially thing. if somebody comes from like a compiled language background right they're not used to like in java just being like i'm gonna open the REPL and just type a thing in or whatever mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. just not part of the workflow but i'm like i run into people that i'm pairing with and they're like oh how are we gonna do this and i'm like one write a test and then we can exercise it really fast but two if you don't want to wait that long just open the REPL and type the code it like we'll see what it does and then if it doesn't do the thing we expect then we go oh cool just learned a thing mm -hmm. and so those are kind of two things that I might pitch as like, these are useful things that not everybody uses. And I wanted yeah. to get people of different skill levels too, because there's a very good chance that when Piotr is talking and he has like bajillions of years of experience at this, right? There are things that he is going to mention that like the newbie doesn't care about. And he's not going to think to mention the thing that is going to be like an earth shattering feature for a newbie who's right. new to Ruby, right? So I want to get somebody who's like more on the like the developer or senior level developer, but like new to senior maybe has only been working in Ruby in like a year or something like that and see what they have as like advice because it'll be more contextually relevant probably to somebody who's brand new to Ruby. Yeah. 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 Uh, that sounds cool, man. Sounds yeah. fun. Um, Cool. Anything else? Um, is there anything, anything else that's coming up? 
Not that I can think of. I feel like I had something the other day, but I forgot. Oh, I never did ship the Coder Journey video that I have outlined. I should probably do that one just for the sake of doing it. But I was really, I sit down to record it and I go, eh. mm, I, I wouldn't even put it out, dude, because that'll just, uh, that'll just make you, you know, feel like you have to do more after that. Or, you yeah, know. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I like it, man. No need for it. So, yeah, I've been uh, thinking about uh, the jobby job again. So, you yeah. know, that um, that tuple job, uh-huh. uh, actually, after we recorded last time, like I went to go and I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, it's 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 gone. I, I wish people I wish um, most companies would give you a deadline. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I can kind of see why not. You know, I think it only works for like the pop, you know, the really popular. Yeah. Companies. If you're a big one where you're going to say, I'm opening the door here and it's mm-hmm. effective, like like you're doing a shoe drop. You know what I mean? Like I'm, we're yeah. just going to get inundated. I'm, it's a 15 minute window. Everybody send your applications kind of thing. Yeah. The problem is like, A, I think you get better, um, better uh, responses to that, better applications. Because like for me, I don't just see a job and like. Oh, I'm, I'm going to apply to it right now. I'm just going to, yeah, let me <laughs> click this button to apply. And, yeah. you know, like I sit and think about and I was like, okay, do I even want the job? You know, what, how can I help that company? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that. So that takes a lot of time and a lot of like thought. And like, if you had, you know, if you do all that and then one day the job is just gone, it's, it's kind of frustrating. So, mm-hmm. but, um, so yeah, I've been thinking, I'm, I'm definitely going to go get a job, I think. Um, yeah. I kind of miss, yeah, I kind of miss just being in that world and I really don't know what it's like. <laughs> um, and I feel like I can learn a lot, you know, especially like why well, just create a company on, on the side, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely something to be said about going to a company just for the sake of learning mm-hmm. in addition to yeah. all the other benefits that come with going to a company. Right. But yeah. yeah, you've, you've been killing it on your own for a long time. But like that still means like there's a limited exposure that you've had to working directly with other people. Mm-hmm. And you obviously do a fantastic job of learning things on your own and kind of staying up to date with things or whatever. But there's still going to be things that like you'll sit down and pair with somebody at a new job and be like, whoa, yeah. like, and yeah, I think I mean, you'll I really miss, enjoy that. Right. Like, yeah, I miss pairing, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like I haven't paired, you know, it's been like, you know, probably pre COVID since I paired with somebody on a, you know, a real project. Um, but yeah, I, I just missed that. So we'll see. I'm going to just start looking and seeing what's out there. And I know Shopify. Is Shopify still hiring? Because I know they went through that. Uh, we are currently freeze. have limited roles that are open. Like when we were hiring full force, it was a lot of like senior developer positions. Now we're moving towards, I think they, what was the term they used? Talent density. So I think it's like L7 plus roles. So like staff engineer and hire mm-hmm. is what they're hiring for right now which I think you would totally be qualified to be a staff engineer. So there's, I mean, if you want that kind of job, like there's a, it's a different role than being a senior engineer, right? There's more programming in my day job now than there will be, uh, like when I get promoted to staff eventually. So, yeah, I'm almost kind of like itching for that type of more of a managerial role because I suck at, like, I've never really got managed people. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've never really managed a lot of people within a larger organization, you know, mm-hmm. so like reporting up to people and like getting direction. Like I've always set the direction, 
mostly, you know, mm. I, like I'd like to get the direction, you know, and then kind of see how I can apply that. I think that sounds fun for yeah. me. And well, that so, never did sound, sound fun because I can get my programming chops, you know, after hours, to be honest. Uh-huh. So, and that's, it's kind of a weird one because like the bulk of work done at Shopify, right. is going to be done by senior engineers. Mm-hmm. That's going to be who does the majority of like the shipping things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then staff engineers, I think. I mean, we, st- we have a lot of them still, but like staff engineers and higher, that's when you get into um, like you're in technical leadership is the term, mm-hmm. right? So like that's the position where you're not, you're less of like writing the code or whatever, but you're more just trying to help people focus on like these are the you you're able to look across the entire ecosystem, figure out the things that need to be done, go over there, help this team yep. scope it out and then sort of delegate those things to the people underneath you and yeah you'll write prs occasionally to do xyz thing but like a good portion of your time is helping the people underneath you to actually like grow as engineers themselves and then also know what they it is that they should be working on the difference between being an l7 at like engineer and an l7 at like we call them dev leads but like an engineering manager is really a matter of like the people stuff you have to do. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to go into people management or do you want to go into technical leadership? Mm-hmm. And like, so that's a decision to be made because mm. like staff engineers don't have direct reports. Like yeah. they're not going to have people reporting to them usually, but they'll be basically like on a team as like the, I'm the, I don't want to use the term like architect, like, cause that's not really right. how it works either. But, yeah, like, but you're the, you're the, uh, the Winston Wolf of the group. You're the, you're the person that gets the, the, uh, the stuff done, like figures out a way to get the, whatever needs to be done. And if there's like an overarching thing or a harder thing to figure out, like that's kind of your job to figure that out. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, and the way it works at Shopify, for instance, for staff roles is like, there's a lot of reading Google docs at the end of the day, right? Like you're going to go around and see a bunch of projects that other people are working on or that you're helping to inform on. And you have to give like approval on technical decisions that people are trying to propose and like mm-hmm. offer up like, Oh, these are trade-offs that maybe you're not seeing or, you mm-hmm. know, sit in like organize a meeting with people to go talk about the technical trade-offs and figure out the architectural decision behind this or yeah, help yeah. guide uh, lower level engineers and doing prototyping of those things and trying to figure those things out. So yeah, it, yeah. it very much is a different role than like the jump from senior to staff is weird because your job changes. It's not like a, I'm a higher level mm-hmm. thing. You're just it's doing like, yeah. my job is a different job now, but I'm still technically yeah. an individual contributor because I do that more often than zero. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, cool, man. Cool. Cool. All right, All dude. Right. So uh, we'll chat in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll talk in a few weeks. I have no, even though if I'm not doing like a ton of work on the side, I have no interest in not talking to you. So like, I would love yeah. to keep recording the podcast. So yeah, I like to, and I like talking about the, you know, the Shopify stuff internally is as much as you can talk about. Yeah, it. as much as I'm, I'm over here yeah. going like, am I allowed to say that? Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I'm nobody, I mean, fairly certain nobody's going to get mad at me for saying that like, oh, I'm going to lead some developers talking to each other. There's right. no we don't, trade secrets the stand up The stand-up soldiers aren't going to be, uh, you know, That's true. Nobody's, nobody's ratting me out. All right, all right. But. So, all right, man. Cool. Well, I will uh, chat with you after uh, ElixirConf. Sounds good. Later, dude. Peace.